Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Create Your Life series, where we help you maximize your potential and results in the area of personal development, entrepreneurship, and travel. And I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown. Create your life. Create ta propre vie. Create your life. Create your life. Create la tua vita. Create your life. Don't skip your life. You better create your life. <laughs> create your life. Create la vie. Create your life. Create your life. Beautiful people, happy, happy Sunday. This is the Create Your Life series. I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown. It's one of those good Sundays. You know, the weather's nice, uh, not too too, uh, too hot, but just, you know, just real nice. I'm feeling real uh, California-ish in New York City, you know? Uh, man, before we bring on this amazing guest that we have here today, who has definitely taken the time out of her schedule to come and uh, join us here and give us insight on her journey to becoming who she is, uh, we got to catch up. Uh, first things first, man, one of the biggest things and one of the, one of the most, uh, my heart is pumping for this right now because I know that it's going to be amazing. But you know that we have our Ambition Live Panel event this week on Wednesday at WeWork Harlem, uh, five, uh, 8 West 126th Street uh, from 6 to 9 p.m. And of course, that is Ambition, How to Start, Survive and Sustain Your Career. We have some amazing panelists. We have Catherine Hurley, who's general counsel for MakerBot. Uh, Todd Wanish, who is uh, the CEO of Arting. We have Evita Robinson, the founder of No Managed Travel Tribe, over 15,000 members. She organically grew that company to take trips all around the world and host events. We have Chris Canty, NFL Super Bowl champion uh, for the New York Giants. And then we also have Jessica Castro, who is a 20-year veteran, um, successful dancer, uh, who has worked with Mariah Carey, Beyonce, Janet Jackson, Paul Abdul, all of these amazing people. And we're bringing all of these people in so that we can literally find out how it is that they got started on their journey, what it took for them to survive, you know, through the hard times and the things that that mattered. And also, you know, how do they sustain and where do they see themselves going during their careers? I mean, we're going to get down to the real nitty gritty of their experiences. But the other thing that I like as well that we're going to be able to do is they're going to be there's going to be an opportunity for speed networking where you get the opportunity to sit down with each panelist for three minutes and ask them questions uh, in depth. And for anyone who has questions for the panelists, all you have to do is go on our Instagram page at CYL series and literally type your question hashtag the guest name and we will make sure that your question is answered. So beautiful people, that is what is coming up for us this week. Another thing that I think is uh, amazing and important for us to touch on is the power of going bigger. You know, us as a, as a show, we are definitely um, a great podcast downloaded in, you know, over 150 countries, definitely, you know, thousands of downloads per month and things like that. But we always want to go bigger. And so doing that, we wanted to really uh, give our community the opportunity to come with us and to experience a live Create Your Life event. And so this started off as an idea. And one of my team members, Joanna, she said, you know what? We should do a live event. I said, you know what, Joe? You're right. Let's do it. And so at first we were going to do it in one location and we were trying to scramble to get panelists. And just every time that we, we came up with an idea, it was like, go bigger, go bigger, go bigger. And now we have like a sponsor, Vanessa Blake Cosmetics. We have, you know, people of this caliber who are on the panel. We have WeWork as a venue, you know, been working on that partnership. We have uh, 
liquor sponsors. I mean, the event has really turned into something. And I guess I forgot to mention that there's definitely free wine and cupcakes and beer um, there, too, at the event. So it's definitely an opportunity for great networking and things like that. But I think there's a lot of power and um, just thinking bigger and definitely getting your friends involved um, and your colleagues involved in your dream and in your vision and making stuff happen. So speaking of going bigger, speaking of making things happen and uh, doing things native and right here in Harlem, we have none other than Miss Anahi Angelone. Anahi Angelone. <laughs> Anahi Angelone. Yes. Here in the studio. Please say hello to the Create Your Life series. Hello, Kevin. Thank you so much for having me. Hello. Oh. Happy Father's Day to everyone. Anahi, you are amazing. You own two of the best restaurants in Harlem. Thank you. <laughs> you Corner Social and uh, Angel of Harlem. Angel of Harlem. Yes. Yes. Which has an amazing brunch, by the way. Amazing. As we speak, it's (laughs) popping right now. So, yes, for sure. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Anahi, um, you are from Argentina. Born and raised in Argentina. Born and raised in Argentina. Okay. So, what was life like growing up there? And, like, what was your journey like coming to the States? Um, I actually, my, how I made it to New York, it was never a dream of mine to come to New York or anything like that. It was... Mm -hmm. Just something that happened, and I've always been kind of looking for a great story to tell. And (laughs) (laughs) I got someone that offered me a super uh, cheap ticket to New York, and my brother was living at the time in New York. And I just said, I'm just going to do it. And I thought it was going to be incredible until I got here, and it was cold, and I was lonely. (laughs) And I didn't speak the language, so I was... um, I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing here? And all my friends in Argentina were like, oh, my God, she's in New York. Uh, yeah. How glamorous. Right, so right. I said, I cannot go back home until I have a story to tell. Okay. <laughs> so I stayed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then about three, it took me about three months to really get a hold of the language. Mm. And then after that, I was like, okay, there's no way I'm going back. I'm staying. Um, and I started school, college here instead of going back home for it. So wow! So you got command of the English language in three months. Yes. See, I need, I need, I need your kind of brain. <laughs> I need to be like you. No, all you have to do is work twenty four seven, nonstop, uh-huh. every day in a okay. different language, and have no money. <laughs> right. And then all of a sudden, you learn. Just right. Like That's that. that real immersion right there. <laughs> yep. Okay. So where did you go to school at here? Uh, Berkeley College in Midtown. Okay. Okay. International Business Administration. Nice. Yes. Okay. It's very important. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so you went there, you graduated from Berkeley, and what, what was your uh, c- career trajectory from there after you graduated? So, so it came time for graduation. So I always thought that my path was going to be in the corporate world because mm-hmm. that's what I knew. Um, and I realized that I really, really didn't want to go to the corporate world. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was having all this typical anxiety of the early 20s when you don't really know what to do next. And um, the people that... So when I first arrived in New York, I started working in an Irish bar. Yes. And I continue working in that Irish bar throughout my um, school years. And when it came time for graduation... The owner of the place said to me, I know you're freaking out, trying to figure out what's next, and you're not liking the corporate experience that you're having. Um, We're trying to open a place in Midtown. I know you love what you do here. You know, we would love for you to invest in the new place Mm -hmm. and uh, become the general manager if you're interested. Yes. 
which I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> which, so that's what I did. I invested money, the money that I was planning on doing a master's in hospitality in NYU. Mm-hmm. Instead of pursuing that, I used that money and um, I opened my very first baby, which was a big baby <laughs> in Midtown, a 10,000 square feet place. Wow. What was um, the name of it? Okay, it's the name of, it, of an Irish boat. Okay. <laughs> Just called Galway Hooker. Um, okay. Galway is a region in Ireland. Right. And this little Irish boat. Mm. But this was a huge 10,000 square feet place in Midtown Manhattan. And it became incredibly successful. Back in the day, there was nothing mm-hmm. in Midtown. Yeah. Now it's full of Irish bars everywhere and hotels and mixology, this and that. But back when, when we did it the first time, there was yeah. nothing there. So it was a huge leap of faith and just listening to my gut and saying you know this I, I, I wake up in the middle of the night thinking about this so it's gotta be right it's right. gotta be something absolutely so what was uh, what was one of the biggest things because I know you, you follow your gut and sometimes we talk about the journey and the experience mm-hmm. and we're like oh yeah you know I just follow my gut but what was one of those uh, either first challenges or one of those first wins for you to let you know that you were doing the right thing when you actually did uh, get Galway Hooker open Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just, just the team building. Mm. When everybody's enjoying coming to work and when everybody's, you know, from, from the employees to the suppliers and the relationships that you're building, everybody has a big smile and, and just making sure that you win as well. Mm-hmm. Then you realize that you're here for a better cause. It's not just about you. It has nothing to do with you, actually. It's mm-hmm. about the, big, the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. So when you're doing something that's bigger than you, all of a sudden the universe just will be right there with you making it happen. Um, so it felt right. Synchronicity, you know, yes, when all absolutely. these things are just like, they start falling together mm-hmm. in, into place. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, I got to be doing something right. You know, it's funny that you say that. What I've learned or noticed about uh, your restaurants is, is that I have went there for a few years and I've seen the same people there. So when you're talking about the culture that you create and people wanting to be there, mm-hmm. uh, can you give us some of the tips that you use in order to create this great uh, environment and great culture where people literally want to come and be an employee at Corner Social mm-hmm. at Angel Harlem or wherever you are? Well, and that's well, there are two aspects of that, too, because okay. we are in New York City. So we also know that a lot of people come to New York just mm-hmm. for six months, one year, or they come and their dream is actually to be an actor, an actress, a poet. Mm-hmm. And usually in our industry, they're using our industry as a means to get there. Absolutely. So that's not their full time dream. Mm-hmm. Um, but the key is um, it's a partnership. Right. So I always say when I make it, when I interview someone, if you're here because it's your dream career, awesome, perfect. But if you're not, if you're here only because you need to pay your bills, as long I will work with you to make sure that, you know, that you get as much time, free time, whenever you have um, auditions, any, auditions yeah. and all of that, mm-hmm. I'll make sure that you get those days for free. But when you're here, 150% of your time, like, and your heart has to be here. Absolutely. The rest of the time, I'll work with you. It's a partnership. I want to make you, I want you to mm-hmm. win, you know, even if winning means you know what, you'll be gone in two weeks, so be it. But the time that you're here, you're giving us everything, and we're giving you everything, and we're supporting you the same way. Um, and also that's, you know, if think about it. I started working in an Irish bar at 19 years old. I didn't speak English, okay? Right. <laughs> and they saw my energy. Mm-hmm. Just they felt my energy 
because clearly I couldn't speak the language. So it was just like me, just like I'm talking right now with my hands. And Absolutely. that's what I did. And I just made, I made myself understand. I made myself, you know, just, I learned everything. I hustle. And when I see someone mm-hmm. wanting to give me them the, their all, and their energy, that's yeah. it. Then the rest, I can teach you how to take an order. I can teach you anything you need to know, you'll teach. But the attitude, you cannot teach someone to care. Right. That's either you have it or you don't. You know, um, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I can go on. And on. <laughs> please do, please do. I mean, you you are you're the expert here. I, I definitely want to hear. No, it's just it's just that. It's it's the right vibration. It's mm-hmm. the it's it's doing things with love. And when you meet people that are doing things with love, mm-hmm. I just I can tell when someone walks into a room, and they just they have a smile just for no reason, but they have yeah. a smile. That's what I want, you know? Absolutely. Like, I don't need to know anything else. Just come with that smile. That's all, we, especially in this day and age when, poof, life is hard. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely hard. Um, a lot of interesting you know, things going a on. A lot of things going on. So when we can we can all have the right attitude, it's, it's a big... Big thing. Yeah. I, I like to call it universal language, right? Mm-hmm. So I had this experience where I went to Japan for 15 days and I spoke no Japanese. I knew, like, one word. Um, which means, do you speak English? Or this one phrase, like, it's like, uh, oh, man, I forget. Ego Hanasamaska, and I totally just bombed that. Right. Sounds horrible. But, <laughs> you know, that how you say you can read people's energy. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'm literally there. I went to, like, seven or eight different cities, and I speak no Japanese. I got on a bullet train, 225 miles an hour mm-hmm. across the country. And it's just the power of your energy that mm-hmm. helps people want and attracts people to you. Right. And I so always I say light attracts light. Exactly. So if you're going in to Japan or any other country mm-hmm. with the right vibration and, and, and respecting the culture and, mm-hmm. you know, showing that you care, that, that, that's all the language that you need. Absolutely. So from Galway Hooker, how did you find your way uptown? Ay, ay, ay. Uh, <laughs> so, so, so my first 10 years in New York, mm-hmm. I um, became uh, very good friends with the entire Irish and English community. So I was always the uh, odd, who, and you're Argentinian? Like, what do you do in the Irish world? I don't know. I was like, I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> when I got pregnant, I moved to Harlem. So left the West Village, moved to Harlem. And basically, I started all over again. Um, I sold my shares of the two places because Goldway Hooker was the first one. Then we opened a second location. Okay. Sold um, my shares in both places. Moved to Harlem. And now I'm pregnant, walking around Harlem. And first I cried when I left the West Village because that's all I knew. And I yeah. had to start all over again. But once I landed in Harlem, was like, oh, my God. It's like home away from home. Mm-hmm. Flavor. Uh, passion. Real people. You know, and I went through my entire pregnancy walking around Lenox Avenue up and down and mm-hmm. e- everybody knew how many weeks pregnant I was. They were like, oh, you know, I thought of a name. I thought of a name. Well, how about this name? <laughs> how was the doctor visit yesterday? Everybody caring. Yes. And I, there's no way I couldn't look any other way. I was like, I have to bring what I learned from downtown. I have to bring it to Harlem. I have to find a way. But I also wanted to be respectful to the neighborhood and the history and the beauty of it. I mean, who Mm -hmm. am I to come into a neighborhood like this with so much history and so much soul? And, you know, I had to learn about the community first Mm -hmm. to to even have a chance, right? What are some of the things that you did to learn about the Harlem community 
I well, I went to every single month. There's uh, I used to live on 126th Street, and we, I went to every month. There's a block association uh, meeting, so mm-hmm. I would go to every meeting every month, get to know my neighbors, um, shop local. I you know will go to at the time Shea Lucien was the only place that was open around the corner. Oh yeah, Shea and Lucien. Sylvia's of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but all the local little places, and you know I I do a lot of yoga so I was going to my local yoga practice place mm-hmm. um, just really got in touch with the streets and, and the places and mm-hmm. um, and I just loved it and, and I had all my doubts and every day I would be like am I crazy like what am I thinking and I would just all I would do is like let me just go for a walk and I would go for a walk mm-hmm. and I was like you know what no I'm doing the right thing like there's no way I'm this no way I can fail. No way. Um, but I did picture a small little corner, quaint, good vibes. I never thought it was going to be the <laughs> madhouse that we have <laughs> every day. Um, yeah, I way ex- exceeded my 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 dreams, my wildest dreams. Expectations. Yes. That is awesome. And how does yeah. that feel right now? Do you feel like success in it? Or, you know... Wh- how do you feel about you know your success with Angel and, and Corner Social at the moment? I feel it's just the beginning, and I feel like finally now I have the opportunity to carry everybody with me. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was downtown, I was doing all the hard work and you know all getting to learn the industry and everything else. But at the end of the day, it wasn't it wasn't my last call, mm-hmm. right? So. Here is my last call. So now with that as well, I have the responsibility to make sure that people grow with me. Right. So if I grow, everybody grows with me. Everybody that wants to come with me, we're all on the train, the same train. You know. Yeah. So to be able to have that mm-hmm. and, and say, you know, now I can help others. Now Absolutely. I can see talent and say, you know what, You're, you want to do it? Come with me. We can do it together. Yes. Um, that's, that's amazing. How important do you feel like uh, teamwork is? Uh, in order to accomplish what it is that you've done. It's, there's, there's nothing without teamwork. Nothing. nothing. You're nothing without your tribe. Mm. Like, so that's, yeah, <laughs> it's everything. What do you feel like is the key to, to some of the keys, if you can give us two or three, to owning uh, or to running two really good establishments in Harlem, and they have two different themes. So how, mm-hmm. do, you, how do you balance that, and what are you know, some of the keys? Well, I don't. I mean, there are different concepts, but the core of it is the same. Mm. The core is the heart, is the vibe, and is we're here to turn your day around. Uh, I always give the, this example, right? Like, say you're like super busy, you're cursing because you forgot your wallet at home, and you're running late, and you know the day is going horrible. But you get inside in taxi, and all of a sudden the taxi driver turns around and smiles at you with a huge smile, and says, "Hey, how are you today?" <laughs> You're like, wow, because you don't get those taxi drivers all the time, right? <laughs> no, not in New York City. Not in <laughs> but New York every City. once in a while, you get one, and all of a sudden, you start talking, and this guy is who knows from where and tells you a beautiful story, and you get to your destination. You didn't even realize that you got to your destination. You didn't even have a chance to text message or anything because you were so into this conversation with this guy. Mm-hmm. And you say goodbye, you close that taxi door, and all you can think is, Wow. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. You know, I want my restaurants, my bars to be that to people. Mm-hmm. Not only employees to come to work and be happy because they're going to be having a blast throughout their day. Right. But also that customers can say, you know what? 
this is my time. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have to worry about my boss. I don't want to have to worry about my kids at home. I don't have to worry about what's tomorrow. What matters is right here, right now, I'm having a blast because this food is delicious. The music is amazing. It's taking me where I want to be. And, and the server is just smiling and genuinely smiling. Right. So that is like, you know, it's like a little piece of heaven in your day. Yes. So I think that's, that's the core for both places, regardless of what food we're serving in each one of Absolutely. them and, and how the place looks. The core is the same. Now, speaking of food that you're serving, what's your favorite dish at each restaurant? Uh, but I'm so, like, I have all kinds of, believe it or not, because I own two restaurants, I have all kinds of food allergies. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know. It's terrible. <laughs> this is the irony of life. Uh, <laughs> but if I could eat anything. Uh, <laughs> in a perfect world, you know. In a you perfect know. world. I love our guava wings at Angel. Okay. Love them, love them, love them. Um, I love our empanadas. Um, our right, steak at Corner Social is like insane. Mm-hmm. Um, our red snapper is also amazing. I can't sell fish at Angel. Um, what else? What else? What else? The chefs are gonna kill me if I don't name their things. Yeah, actually, you're making me <laughs> hungry right now. So that's <laughs> well, all they're waiting for you. Yeah, right yeah. after the show. <laughs> right after, right after. Then uh, you know, speaking of the community and your love for it, how many you employ quite a bit of Harlem itself? Mm-hmm. Um, how many people are under you? Over a uh, hundred. Over a hundred. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes, and that's not even counting obviously all the suppliers and repair people and maintenance and right. all the other. Yes. This is homegrown. This is like Harlem, this community right here. Yeah. I'm loving this. It's beautiful. I am loving this. Uh, Real random question, but I got to ask, how hard was it to obtain a liquor license in Harlem? Because it's like there's a rule about the churches or something like that. Yeah. So there's there's a rule. There's a rule that you're not supposed to be within 200 feet of a school or a church. Right. So going back to the challenges of entrepreneurship and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, I was told pretty much by every single person that I hired from lawyers to architects to the broker, everybody had to, everybody said no to me for at one state or another of the process of the construction mm. for Corner Social. Um, I hired one of the top SLA state liquor authorities, um, mm. lawyers to get our liquor license. And I'm on the phone and he's like, well, you can forget about it. There's absolutely no way you're going to get a liquor license. I was like, come on, seriously? Like, no, there's a uh, church right there and around the corner, there's another church. And I was like, okay, can we not talk to the church? No, the law is the law. You can't do that. I was like, okay, okay. I'm just thinking, um, can we, is there, like, I was coming up with all kinds of creative stuff. He's like, listen, if you want to waste your money and just hire a professional measuring guy to, like, tell you that you cannot have a liquor license, go right ahead and you do that. I was like, all right. Yeah, then I'll waste my money. (laughs) And that's what I did. I hired a professional measuring guy and we're 214 inches away from a church. And I wouldn't cry with this story because I swear to God, every single person I hire said the same t- if it wasn't about this it was about something else no 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 and I was like no there's gotta be a way there's gotta be a way look at this corner mm-hmm. there's gotta be a way and if it's not me somebody else is gonna do it and I'm gonna be so jealous I'm gonna have to move away because I used to live right half a block away yeah so I was like I'm gonna have to move away because if I see that corner with somebody else knowing that you what- could have did it yeah it felt it felt 
Um, but yes, I just, I kept pushing and pushing. I never took a no for an answer. Never. Mm. I'll, I'll <sighs> call it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being stubborn. Um, I call that find a way or make one. Yeah. I want to ask you, this, who supported you during this time? Like, Who were some of your people who had your back when everybody was telling you no and you needed to have that conversation or somebody was there to just push you and say, keep going? Uh, who, who, who was that? My friends. My mm. friends. I have the most incredible group of friends. Mm. Like my family, my home, away from home. Yeah. Um, they believe in me. Um, also my parents. My parents, they... My father, no, he was always encouraging me. My mother always fought me. Um, but after she saw what I did downtown, my mother said, you know, if I have to sell everything, I'll sell everything and da da da. I'll help you out. And I was like, okay, finally my mom is on my side. Yes. Wow. Um, so it was, it was good to hear that. Yes. Wow. So you, made, you even made your own people your believers in you and in yeah. your vision. Yeah. I love that got them to enroll in the success of you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Diane. I have a daughter, Nikki, and she's a senior at high school. She just got accepted for early decision into college. Prior to taking Kevin's program, we were pretty overwhelmed because her college debt after her merit scholarships looks like it's going to be about 150000 in four years. Feeling pretty overwhelmed about that 150000 potential debt, I decided to enroll in Kevin's debt-free college academy full course program. And I have to say the value for the money uh, for what we got out of the program was absolutely amazing. Kevin takes you step by step with many, many different tips and many different strategies for not only the student, but for us as parents, for our student, things that we can do to really help save money and prepare. If you or your child are looking to save money on college costs, sign up for Defree College Academy today at DefreeCollegeAcademy.com using coupon code FREECOLLEGE. Beautiful people, this is the Create Your Life series. We are back. I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown, and we have Miss Anahi Angelone here in the studio. And before we left, uh, Anahi, you were telling us about uh, your peer group and the power of basically getting people to be enrolled in what it is that you do. So I want to know more about your uh, peer group. Who are they? Who are they? Well, I'm, um, I first have, I, I keep all of my great uh, girlfriends from Argentina. Um, so I still, I've been in New York for almost 18 years, and I still keep each and every one of my high school and some primary school friends from mm-hmm. back home. So they are, it doesn't matter how long I've been gone, we still have our WhatsApp groups and we are constantly catch on each other. So for sure, my, my Argentine group is always there. Um, and then here in New York, I have all kinds, I mean, my closest, closest friends, they go from entrepreneurs to corporate, mm-hmm. um, a lot of, you know, I have Canadian, Trinidadian, Haitian, um, Irish, English, <laughs> uh, very, very diverse group of people. Mm, okay. Okay. And like um, you had a, a support group before you became a mother. Did your group change at all uh, once you became a mother to your son? His name is Nico. Nico. Yes. yes. Nico is six years old. Um, well, what 
what changed well definitely obviously motherhood but also I spent 10 years downtown with working in 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 this Irish community mm -hmm. um so we all lived and worked together and that that was my family for 10 years of my life mm -hmm. when I left downtown and came to Harlem a whole new door of amazing people came into my life so and I started working with different people uptown people I became super close with the African-American culture which was something very very different for me um, and it just it was a whole new world the last seven years has been a whole new chapter of my life um, and definitely I've uh, I've made lifetime friends in the last five years mm -hmm. that you know so it's only been five four or five years but we are brothers and sisters for life yes okay and you're a mother mm -hmm. uh latina uh woman uh from argentina and you're here uh what is what has that experience uh specifically been like i know that sometimes the service industry uh our hospitality industry i'm sorry is uh male dominated how's how's that experience been for you well you know we talk about <laughs> challenges and rewards right yes. uh, about entrepreneurship mm -hmm. um, for sure challenges I'm a woman I when I started this I was very very young so nobody expected um, five three skinny super young girl with a very very thick accent to be the owner of a place right. uh, so just automatically I was I'm underestimated at, at every level mm -hmm. so it was always you know having to go through the okay no you cannot talk to me like that <laughs> mm -hmm. yes I will make the decisions and all that stuff but as challenging as that was it was also that's the reason why my life you know I have something to tell and a story to tell a story because you know otherwise if I was a you know white male then there's no story really it will, I will be one more person mm -hmm. um because of those challenges is that the reward is so much bigger. So, um, yes. Oh, no, that's amazing. <laughs> and so uh, in your your industry, you know, when you started, you know, of course, several projects, is this your fourth project now? I mean, with, with Angel and Corner Social? Because I know you have the two downtown. Yes. So these would be your four projects. Mm -hmm. When you start a new project, do you say, are you strategically saying, you know what, I'm going to surpass my past successes? Or do you allow that to happen? I I never I'm I'm not it's not a competition really it's mm -hmm. for me it's just to do what feels right and I get opportunities of all kinds at all times but it just some some feel right and some it's like oh it will be great but not for me mm. um, so it's always okay what can I do to 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 keep challenging myself mm -hmm. even being here today. Yes. It's super challenging for me. I really? really have a very, very, very hard time speaking uh, publicly. Like, I really, like, I get inside. I wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> I do. It's horrible. But I'm doing this because, like, come on. I mean, come on. Challenge yourself. You can do this. Yeah. Um, so it's about that. It's about, okay, learning and just becoming more comfortable with different things and... Um, the next project, which I have a next project coming up, mm -hmm. that I can't really talk about it, That's but but it's also about that. It's about continuing something amazing and and continuing the with the idea of uh, being able to provide a platform for the community to express their voice and 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 to have artists come in and and show what they what they can do best and 
and all of all of that wonderful stuff. So how did you learn which uh, opportunities or projects to actually take on? You know, because at first, when you first started out as an entrepreneur, it's like, oh, that sounds good. Oh, that right. sounds good. And you want to take on everything. everything. But as you get your experience in mm-hmm. and you, you know, you take a couple bumps and bruises, then you say, you know what? I know that this is in alignment with who I am. Mm-hmm. That's not. So how did you how did you figure that out? Um, I, I really am. I'm very in tune with what feels right and what doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I don't know if you notice, but I'm very passionate. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm very I hear passionate. We hear So I really, I mean, I know it's very obvious if mm-hmm. my heart is racing and it feels right in a, in a, in a comfortable way, then it's the right thing. If it feels in a, in an anxiety kind of way, then it's like, that might not be the right choice for now. <laughs> mm. um, so, yes, I guess how comfortable it feels. Okay. How do you balance work and life and being a mommy? It's an everyday <laughs> challenge. You're like a superhero. That's like three <laughs> full-time jobs themselves. Everyday challenge. But um, in the last two years, I really, really had to... So, okay, let's talk about, because I've, I've been talking about my successes. I can tell you about my failures. Because, uh, you know, that's a big part of being able to speak about your failures is also mm-hmm. um, important. And about two years ago, I, I came to a point where I was about to, you know, make a tough decision in my life. And I basically had to figure it out, go back to the drawing board and say, okay, what's going on here? What's going on? Why do I do what I do? Because at the end of the day, the only reason why I took into this journey mm-hmm. is because I want to make sure that I make a, I provide an amazing place for people to come to work and be happy, customers mm-hmm. to be happy and all that stuff. But right now I'm walking around barking at everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm not excited about anything and it's yeah. just too much. I can't be the mother that I need to be for my son. Mm-hmm. I can't be the boss that I need to be for my employees. Mm-hmm. And that's not what. That's not who I want to be. I'm not. I don't. I'm not. No. 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 So I stopped. What was the tough decision that you were going to have to make? I had to make. Well, I can't tell you about that. But I made <laughs> other tough decisions, and I had. I realized that I needed to put one foot in front of the other. You can't do everything at once. You just can't. You have to figure it out. You know, prioritize things. Mm-hmm. One foot in front of the other, and then also realize who in your life is adding to your equation and who is actually draining from that equation. Mm -hmm. The moment you clear people that are shouldn't be there then you cleanse i I think like every every quarter is like almost like spring cleaning (laughs) over and over um and then really just like focus i mean especially also in my industry you know i know a lot of people and everybody wants to be friendly and every so to narrow down and you know there's only so many hours of the day right absolutely okay how am i going to invest those hours and who's going to be part of those hours Mm -hmm. so Literally, I one foot in front of the other. Um, got finished a few friendships, lifetime friendships, mm-hmm. and I started some other wonderful relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and then slowly, when I started taking care of myself and putting myself first, mm-hmm. the right people started showing up in my life again, and the right vibration. And but you need to stop, think, you know, mm-hmm. and. Um, 
just regroup and started meditating as well, which is amazing. Yeah, I how, highly recommend how it. How often do you meditate? Well, there t- I started with the usual opera and Deepak, which mm-hmm. is when I started with that. But there's someone, I started hearing about transcendental meditation mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. over and over and over again. So I gave it a try last year. And that's, you're supposed to be doing it 20 minutes a day, twice a day. Yeah. Which is sometimes I get to do it. Sometimes I do it once a day. Sometimes I go days without doing it. But mm-hmm. um, but it has totally, completely changed my life. Mm. And how so? How how has this uh, this meditation really made a big difference for you? Because you just, I mean, that noise in your head that's constantly—it's like stop, take a deep breath, let go. At the end of the day, the problems will be there yes. in an hour, in two, tomorrow. <laughs> they will be there. Nothing is that important. As If your health starts getting compromised yeah. because of your stress level, if your smile starts getting compromised because uh, of the stress level, okay. then pff, it's not worth it. Mm. It's not worth it. What time of day do you uh, meditate? Um, so you're supposed to do it in transcendental meditation. And when you first wake up, because it gives you actually energy for the day. Yeah. Um, because other meditations, you're, you know, oh, it calms you down so you can go to sleep. This is the opposite. Right. It calms you down so that you can go through your day with a clear mind and full of energy. Right. So you do it when you first wake up and then later in the afternoon, four or five, when you need an extra kick for the rest of the day. Mm. Okay. Uh, what does your daily schedule look like? Um, as I, I mean, with the time, like what time are you waking up? What's going on? Are you handling meetings? Do you have certain times where you're like, you know what? I only take phone calls between one and two. Like what is a, a day in the life of an, an I? Anai. Anai. Oh, so close. Anai. By the end of this, you'll get it. I, I, I hey, promise. I, and I apologize. It's this thick, like a California, like Southern accent. Call that me I got Anna. Going on. Call me Anna. Well, you know what? I appreciate that. Anna. Yes. I bring solutions. Yes. You do. Um, so I wake up around six o'clock with my son coming over. Mommy, I'm awake. So <laughs> we do the breakfast, the whole routine. Uh, I take him to school, drop mm-hmm. him off. When the weather permits, I always walk by back from Broadway 110th all the way to either 126 and Lenox or uh, 122nd of Frederick Douglass to mm-hmm. either one of the restaurants. Yeah. Um, so I do that walk and that's when I text message. Yes, I am that person <laughs> that stops everywhere with a text message. But, you know, <laughs> I that's when I'm the most productive. Yeah. Um, and then I have meetings with suppliers and reps and, you know, networking events. We do all kinds of events all the time. So I meet with people just to organize those events. Um, I try to do yoga two to three times a week. Okay. Sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. Um, I sneak in the, the meditation here and there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what else do I do? Yeah, that's. That's kind of how and it goes. And on the phone, 24-7 on uh, the phone. Yeah. Yeah, actually, there's something that I experienced, right? Sometimes I'm on the phone, literally in phone calls for three hours. Mm-hmm. After that, I just say, you know what? I just need a break. Like, I'll literally turn it off, and then I'll just sit yeah. for a while. Do you ever have those moments where you just need just it all silent, everything to be silent? For sure. That's meditation time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, Anna, what is one of your favorite quotes? If it's meant to be, it is up to me. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Where did you first hear that? And what is, what is the 
Why, why that quote of I all? F- I forget. I forget when. Uh, mm-hmm. When I heard that for the first time. It was probably 10 years ago or something. Um, but I just realized that it's the truth. We, all, we are all born with, with exactly what we need. Mm-hmm. We have what we need to go where we're going. Period. Mm-hmm. It's within us. We already have it. All we have to do is wake it up. Just get it going. Mm-hmm. So it, it truly is up to you. And everything else, yes, you're going to have problems. Yes, there are going to be obstacles in the way. There are going to be disappointments and all of that. But it's up to you to either get hung up on that and be a victim and just feel sad about this and that. Or you can wake up every morning and say, you know what? I choose happiness. I choose a smile. I choose love. I choose to be happy. At the end of the day, it's a choice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Absolutely. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, what would you say are three things uh, that you would tell someone who's looking to create their best life? Three things. Um, okay. Well, first, I will figure. I will say just figure it out. What you're trying to do, what 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 gets you going it is is. What's the motive? Mm-hmm. Is that motive your ego or is that motive something bigger than you? If it's something bigger than you, you have a win. That's just no way you're not going to. I mean, that's a 100% win. Um, that's number one. So figure out what the motive is. Number two, rally your tribe. Figure out who's going to be there for you. Who's going to push you. Who's going to tell you like it is. Right. When you start being the boss everybody tells you yes and it's not okay to be told yes it's boring you know you want people that are going to challenge you you want people are going to say hey that was rude hey how are you you're like oh i'm sorry but nobody does that it's a very you find less and less people that would do that right so rally your tribe that are going to keep it real for you and that are going to challenge you Mm -hmm. and three Enjoy the ride. Just Enjoy if you're not the enjoying ride. the ride, then there's something that that you're not doing right. Just you have to go back to the drawing board. Because yes, you might be working a million hours, but when it's the right cost, you don't mind. Hours go by. When it's when it's your passion, you just it's not work. It's it's what you do. Mm-hmm. So enjoy the ride for sure. What is what is your vision? For where you want to see uh, now, it seems like you know your your restaurant group. We could potentially be saying very soon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what is your vision of what you want to see and what you want to uh, have progress under your legacy? Ay, 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 ay. I ch- okay. I want if tomorrow I happen to not be around anymore, I just want people to say, "Man, she was cool. She was cool. <laughs> she she just was." fun to hang out with and just I I just want that I want people to have that good feeling when they think of me right and since that genuineness and that passion that you have is just burning through right now (laughs) (laughs) that's all and then how I go about it you know that's what I'm trying to figure it out I don't have it all figured out I'm working on it (laughs) Mm. but the overall feeling that that's what I want I want people to remember me and say you know what she was a cool chick Mm. And how often, because you're you're so busy, how often do you get to take vacation every year? I take vacation as often as possible. I travel a lot. 
Because okay. when I'm in New York, I don't. That, there's no time off for me. New York City, I'm. It's always related to work and the restaurants, and I live and breathe in, in Harlem, so it's always seen customers down mm-hmm. the street. So it's always on, right? Right. For me to be able to turn off, I have to leave. That's that's what they say about New York City. In order yeah. to love New York City, you have to leave New York City, <laughs> here and there. So I take I take vacations as. Very, quite often, actually. And you're well traveled. What mm-hmm. are some of your favorite places that you've been in the world? Do tell. I told you about South Africa. Yes. <laughs> you, you love Cape Town. You absolutely love Cape Town, Johannesburg, Safari, the whole thing. South Africa was incredible. I was in Cuba twice, um, so I absolutely loved Cuba. And this year, I made it to Trinidad for the first time for, for Carnival. Carnival. <laughs> How was it? My life. It's a before and after carnival. (laughs) I'm a completely different person after carnival. Did you do mass and everything? The whole thing. Oh, yes. And I'm hooked. So I'll be going to Barbados for crap over. Oh, yeah, that's an awesome. Which happens to be in my birthday. Okay. (laughs) So winning. Yes. So yeah, I I think those three places for sure. Mm. Well, Argentina, come on. I mean, yeah, yeah. well, Argentina is amazing. How's too. your tango? Is it, is no, it amazing? No, no, no. Nobody does this tango. No. Nobody does this? No. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. See, I'm it's taking some tango it's classes. All like, oh, man. <laughs> now you, you teach tell me. me. You can right, teach right. me. <laughs> oh, see? See, y'all, I've been practicing, and they don't do it in Argentina. So I need Sorry. to go to Argentina to find out what's going on there. <laughs> That's a tourist thing. It's a touristy thing? Yes. Oh, I'm so hurt right now. I'm so Sorry to burst the bubble. It's all right. I mean, you know, sometimes they say life goes on. You know, I think I'm going to survive. I'm going to make it. You'll make you know. it. You'll make it. You'll make it. <laughs> okay. Well, um, is there anything coming up um, for you uh, in the near future? You guys are about to celebrate a anniversary. Yes. Tell so us we about have, it. Uh, we have our second year anniversary for Angel, and we're going to have a huge celebration celebration um thursday july 13th mm-hmm. from uh, 7 p.m on uh we'll post the information about the different djs that we're going to have and it's going to be an excellent night okay so everybody invited okay um and then i do Which have venue? another i'm sorry angel angel okay uh, corner social just turned five years last march okay and we had a big party for that one already um, but for sure, you know, we have huge brunch parties every weekend, True. Saturdays and Sundays at both locations. Um, so again, Frederick Douglass on 122nd, that's Angel of Harlem mm-hmm. and Corner Social at the corner of 126 and Lennox. Awesome. Amazing. Well, Anna, thank you so much for being here on the thank show with so us. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, no, absolutely. I can't wait. I am already locking you in for our, one of our panels, our um, ambition panels. I'm in. Thank you. I, I love that's what I love to hear. So beautiful people, what we're gonna do, we're gonna cut to a quick musical break and then we'll be back. I'm gonna do a recap over all of the great points that Anna has given us. And so if you have any questions for her, you do have eight minutes to call in. That is two one two six five zero six nine zero three. Beautiful people, this is the Create Your Life series. I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown, and we are back and life is good. We just had the opportunity to have Miss Anae Angeloni here on the show. And when I tell you you could feel the passion in the room. You really could. And also, she runs two amazing venues here in Harlem, two that I actually frequent with my friends, uh, Angel of Harlem, which is on 122nd and uh, 8th Avenue, which is also called Frederick Douglass. And then our Corner Social on 126th and Lenox, uh, which is also 6th Avenue for those who really know Harlem. And she really blessed us with some games, some, some jewels that I think we all should uh, take. And a couple of them were that 
you know, she said that she still has her friends from back home and she keep, still keeps that home team and her, her peer group locked in. And that is how important it is to protect your energy by keeping people around, uh, good people, and also meditating to make sure that she's calming all of the noise uh, that's going on in her head. She also said that she likes to take a vacation from New York as often as possible because the only way to love New York is to leave New York from time to time. I thought that was real uh, important and funny because I feel the same way. Uh, she also talked about risk, you know, how she used the money that she was going to use from her master's degree in order to fund her first venture um, as a general manager of a, a bar called Galway Hooker. And she said that, you know, when she's hiring people, she wants to see that passion and that energy within them. And she talked about how important that is. And she also said, you know what, that it's a it's a partnership. You know, you got to give to get and that she wants to see her employees win. So if you are someone who is in the creative arts or doing, you know, wants to work at one of her venues to, you know, as a means to an end, and she said, come in, just give me 150% when you're here and I'll make sure that you get as much time off as you need in order to make sure that you win and achieve your dreams. She also talked about, you know, being told no every step of the way or during her venture and how important it was for her to just stick to it and find a way or make one. And that's what she did. And she gave us her three things, three tools to create your best life. She said, find something that's bigger than you. You'll guarantee to have a win. She said, number two, gather your tribe of people, especially those who will keep it real with you and tell you no when you're wrong. And then she said, number three, of course, enjoy the ride. Enjoy the journey. So beautiful people, that's what we have for you today. We had the opportunity to have this amazing woman here, uh, a mother, an entrepreneur, and just all around a uh, phenomenal person. So until next week, be blessed. Beautiful people, if you enjoyed this episode of the Create Your Life series, be sure to download it from our podcast, which is available on createyourlifeseries.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Music. Also, be sure to leave a review of the podcast. You can catch us live on Sundays from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time via 90.3 FM in New York or on Facebook Live at facebook.com backslash kevbrown1. We encourage you to participate in the conversation on Facebook or call in at 212-650-6903. Follow us on Instagram at CYL Series and at Kevin Y. Brown. Be blessed, and we'll see you back here live next week. Create your life. Create ta propre vie. Create your life. 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 On skip your liver. You better create your life. <laughs> create your life. Create your life. Create your life. Create your life.